0: whoa let's <laughs> do the opening of it. okay um hi welcome to all dogs Hello. go to film school cool. welcome. i feel like i'm gonna mess that up and i'm gonna say all films go to dog school but it'll just be our our little mantra. So it It'll be fun. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this is
2: the podcast all dogs good school.
0: Yeah, this uh, is our first episode. Indeed. So excuse us.
2: <laughs> first of all, I nice. don't know if anybody can actually like hear me. Pause. Nobody can actually hear Shay because they were uh, trying to use a mic that was not working, and they spent the rest of the podcast behind the microphone speaking into it as if it was picking up their voice directly but in fact it was just picking up the echo of their voice and picking up Alicia and Dallin's voices directly so that's why everything they say uh, sounds crystal clear and everything Shay says sounds like a movie pup ghost so sorry listeners anyways on to the show
0: yeah One well like three. throw this in the middle <laughs> yeah
2: let's like screw the microphone to the center uh I think that would
0: work better. All right. All right. <laughs> so, so this I don't do we want to give an introduction to our film podcast or uh, just start getting into Yeah, we, it? I mean just
1: yeah, it wouldn't be better oh, yeah, to kind of briefly talk about, talk about the, what we're uh, going to do.
2: What the podcast is for sure. Maybe
1: who we are too.
0: Oh, who yeah. are we?
2: Yes. not we do that first? Who do that
1: first? Uh yeah.
2: So there's three of us here. I'm Shay.
0: Uh, I'm Alicia. And
1: I'm uh Dallin. And we're here to
2: talk about movies and films, yes. and uh, possibly a few pieces of cinema
1: as well. I mean, I kind of already know the answer to this question, but Alicia, do you want to like, talk about why this is a thing? Why, this why exists? is this a thing? Why is this a thing? Huh? Um,
0: all right. I really like movies, and I've been listening to podcasts like nonstop for the last like six months. And I've been listening to a lot of film podcasts, and all of them are just like, Uh, angry men yelling about (laughs) movies and so I kind of wanted uh, to start my own podcast that was not just four angry white dudes (laughs) yelling about movies. There are other white people who are angry about movies too. Exactly. Um, So yeah, I I, like did radio for a long time and I just love podcasts and I wanted to be a little more creative.
1: I've never done radio or a podcast so (laughs) this is the first
0: yeah, but you guys for do my, music. For myself, so. I was yeah. interviewed
2: for yeah, college radio once. I record all I record my own music but nonstop, pretty much. I Actually, just put out a new EP today. Oh, cool! I can plug that later. <laughs> <laughs> and I listen. I also listen to podcasts all the time. I uh, mm-hmm. just bike around town listening to some. Well, the, a couple of movie podcasts and just a lot of comedy and mm-hmm. news podcasts.
0: Yeah, I've been like only listening to crime, true crime podcast lately but that's another that's for another uh time you know yeah, yeah, uh okay so let's let's get into this so we're gonna have two topics um our first topic today do you want to introduce that down what's, sure what's
1: your first topic? um due to like recent events that have come up in in the media um for anyone that doesn't know daniel day lewis quit acting um or i guess announced that he was going to do his final film um and he was going to i guess officially retire um, I guess That's until he... It's sad news. It's sad news. Unless he comes out of the hiding in like 20 years from now to Unless slip up, up another like Oscar, you know? Yeah.
0: Like yeah, and like a director or a, a film uh, production company gives him like $8 million to do a movie a So they're like, bed. we miss you so much. He'll so, make so much money if we'll he does like come make back.
1: Bigger, bigger deals each time.
0: Yeah, this and he's time. like, I don't know. How much will you offer me?
1: So we'll talk a little bit about Daniel Day-Lewis. His films... <laughs> Um, some people that he's worked with a little bit of the films of the people he's worked with, like, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Um, Uh, yeah, that's it for the first half.
2: Yeah. We were talking about like Daniel or directors that Daniel Day-Lewis has talked about worked with multiple times and pretty sure that Paul Thomas Anderson is the only one. I don't know if we checked on that.
1: Martin Scorsese. He did, he's done, he's done like two films with him. And then there's some other guy that I had never seen. Yeah. Uh, some mm-hmm. films by him.
2: Also, full disclosure, I've only seen two Daniel Day-Lewis films. And I told myself I was going to write my left foot this week, but that ended up not happening. <laughs> so <laughs> right. I'm still at a solid two. That's all right. Which is Gangs of New York and There Will Be Blood, which...
0: Which to be honest uh, are the two yeah. most important ones. Yeah, yeah
2: honestly, I think there will be blood may be the only like. Obviously, I'm not going to knock Daniel Day Lewis as an actor because he's great, but I think da- there will be blood may very well be the only Daniel Day Lewis film you ever need to see. It's Oh, so true. Yeah. Like his most iconic role, like even more iconic than Abraham Lincoln, so Daniel <laughs> fucking Blaineview. Yeah, just...
0: like Lincoln was great and he was great, mm-hmm. but it's not a movie for everyone.
2: Yeah, like, I mean, and neither is there will be blood. Honestly, like. Okay, hashtag no spoilers, but any movie that ends with Daniel Day-Lewis beating another character to death with a bowling pin, mm-hmm. obviously not for everyone.
0: Poor Paul Dano. Poor, <laughs> Poor Paul, Paul Dano. Dano.
2: R.I.P. He didn't really deserve it. Um, also, neither did Daniel Day-Lewis play his son in that movie. Like, uh, Oh, yeah, just for such a, real. Like, merciless character. Yeah. And... Uh, I mean, Daniel Day-Lewis chooses the scenery like it's old beef jerky. My God. He's
0: <laughs> so well, good at it, too. So this is a, a nice segue into what we kind of want to talk about with Daniel Day-Lewis, is like what our favorite like method acting, oh, yeah. uh, I don't know, acts from him are. And probably one of mine is that he actually threw that bowling ball at... Paul Dano and it wasn't really rehearsed and I'm like, that's... <laughs> that like he world. could have actually whoa, 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 whoa. killed Paul Dano and that's crazy to me. <laughs> that is, yeah.
2: Pretty amazing.
1: Um, so do you think someone would be psyched or like terrified to hear that they're going to be working on a film with Daniel Day-Lewis?
0: I'd be like nervous. Like, just <laughs> so you know, Daniel
1: Day-Lewis is supposed to beat you to death like, at the end of the film. He playing?
2: Is he?
0: Yeah, it's like, am I going to be murdered by him or just um, I'll just be or next just to him. him? Yeah. Sure. yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Honestly, I've never really seen any like interviews by him. I don't really know what kind of person Daniel Day Lewis is off screen. I can't yeah. even
0: place his actual accent. Yeah. Like, I I fi- and he's like said he's that from? he's lost it, too. Huh. Um, I have I this. Think he's is he IMDb. he's Scottish. Um, he is. What is Daniel
2: Day Lewis's nationality?
1: English.
0: English, <laughs> English.
1: yeah. English. Or is he was born in England, at least. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: Very English. I meant to look up, like, different stories of method acting mm. uh, that came up, but I never did, so I was going to ask you guys if you knew any of the stories of one where you threw a ball
0: well, I know when he was doing like Lincoln, he like lost his English accent for a little bit because he only spoke right in in a Lincoln accent for like a year.
2: The Boston, like the old
1: timey Boston accent. Yeah,
0: exactly. Wait,
1: that wasn't actually Abraham Lincoln in Lincoln. Actually? Yeah,
0: exactly. They didn't I thought, I actually th- raise him. I from thought the that dead. was
1: actually Abraham Lincoln. I was <laughs> totally convinced. I know. Me too. Like I
2: forgot I was. I, I, I said this last <laughs> week. I forgot I was watching several
1: times during that movie. Do you guys know if he's won a Lifetime Achievement Award? Um, I don't think he's old enough yet.
0: He probably will he after he retires. Well though. It's interesting because because well,
1: yes. Tom Hanks just did, but you would think that an actor like Dan Day Lewis, who's collaborated with Spielberg and Scorsese and Paul Thomas Anderson, um, you would well, Adam you Schindler's would assume
2: also. Um, I get with Paul Thomas Anderson, so I would set that as like the rubric for lifetime achievement. Side note that <laughs> is a that
1: is a great that is a great movie. <laughs> it is no Punch like Punch Drunk is so good, probably my second favorite. Yeah, that Anderson is movie. that is a very good film. And we're gonna talk
2: about those later, but yes, I love that one. Um, but other things about day Lewis. Did you guys see Games of New York too? hmm.
1: Yeah. I
2: really like his character in that movie. I didn't like it, the movie Games of New York so much. I It's also the only Scorsese that I've seen.
1: Really? Whoa, uh, really? Really? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Uh, usually, are yeah. you sure? Uh, you, you sure that's I mean, the only one by him you've seen? You might be yeah, surprised. I don't even have passing memories. You might be surprised.
2: surprised. I've seen scenes of Goodfellas on VH1, but I've never seen the actual the whole movie.
1: Have you seen like Wolf of Wall Street? Or oh no, that's right, I did see Wolf of Wall
2: Street. Or,
1: like yeah, he did, he did, did that it. weird kids movie Hugo too. Yeah, I also saw Hugo. So I Scorsese's
0: did. like Scorsese. you don't realize you've yeah. seen so many movies. Time. <laughs> well, he's done a ton. I, wow, I've never known a director like that, and
1: you're
2: absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. he
0: he what like has record. he has a a like. Like he has definitely. a feel to his movies, you know. He has a
1: niche for sure, right. like, but definitely also, crime dramas are his thing for sure. I mean, he's, yeah. he's oh yeah, those two. I forgot about.
2: I would say connoisseur of sorts. Like you can definitely tell the, the way that he invests so much in like every shot of his film. Well, it's interesting. Like, makes it. I don't know. You, it, his direct his style direction is very cinematic, almost theatrical in a way. Uh, that's the that's the feeling I definitely got from Games of New York and it might have just been the setting like the sort of I love the 19th century period pieces because that is um a chance for actors to ham it up the very most when they're like acting as 19th century people I feel like or maybe I just felt like that watching Leo DiCaprio and or was that Leo DiCaprio in Games of New York? yeah
1: Mm -hmm. yeah, long hair Leo DiCaprio oh yeah I felt
0: that was My favorite a DiCaprio. Leo DiCaprio yeah, era. Just saying. Uh, did you see Taxi Driver though? Have you seen Robert De Niro? No, I've seen. Did you see that.
1: like The Departed or Shutter Island? No.
0: He weirdly did Shutter Island. Yeah, it's was was not a great.
1: Yeah. Do you, like, yeah. you like that movie or bad, no? Weird movie. Yeah, it wasn't. I have a lot of people who like probably just aren't connoisseurs of, of film very much. They're like, "Oh, Shutter Island's fantastic." <laughs> when I saw that film, I was like, "This uh, isn't." bad but it's not great and i mean there could be an entire different segment on like good directors who have made bad movies or good actors who have been in bad movies Those those exist all the time and martin scorsese is definitely not an exception he's made some not super amazing films um but he's also made some of my favorite films but
2: back to the topic of super amazing films with the super amazing actor daniel day lewis oh Um, yeah i found a list of i guess like it's 10 facts about Daniel Day-Lewis' method acting preparations um, mm. that you didn't know, or that I didn't know before I came to this link. Uh, one of them says he would he have to be lifted around the set um, because he insisted on staying in his wheelchair.
0: Oh, during my left during foot.
2: During my left foot, yeah. Yeah,
0: I remember. And
2: insisted that his meals wow. be spoon-fed to him for the duration my of
1: the shoot. goodness. <laughs> Um, that's like cool but I feel like Daniel Day-Lewis could get super irritating to be around on set Mm
2: -hmm. yeah I feel like any method actor really like I heard stories like that and I also heard a story where Meryl Streep when she was in the Devil Wears Prada, just like isolated herself from everybody Mm -hmm. so that she could like keep the facade of like the Ice Queen and like be completely detached from all the other characters Heath Ledger's done did something
1: similar for The Dark Knight too yeah
0: Yeah. and uh, there's another one I love this (laughs) R.I.P.
2: It says Daniel Day Lewis would only eat food that he himself mm. killed during the last
1: of the moments. Mm-hmm.
0: and he like what? built he built his own canoe. <laughs>
1: yep, learned how to track, hunt, and skin those animals. Oh. Yeah. oh my word! Yeah. Maybe it's okay for Daniel Day Lewis to retire. Like uh. that's that that's. <laughs> This guy sounds like he's already maybe, done it all. Maybe
2: method acting has gone far enough. Maybe
1: his method acting has just turned into like other serious careers okay, for the this, guy. This
2: just doesn't make any sense. It says he didn't bathe for the entirety of shooting the Crucible. How does that add to his well, character? Okay,
0: he did, he did <laughs> that because the Crucible is in like early america 19th century yeah but, still yeah but well okay yeah he could have at least they, taken like, like tub baths like yeah. they would have and then like Washington. gone to the
2: river or something i don't yeah. know you maybe don't have he figured to... his character was too <laughs> modest to strip down to nature yeah.
0: yeah i think he just knew his character was gross and disgusting so he's like True. i'm not gonna shower because so I guess, yeah, this human that, is I disgusting
2: <laughs> he was like proto grunge yeah <laughs> <laughs> the real godfather of Grunge was, what was his name, John? Uh, John Goody in The Crucible? I, I only I don't remember, remember reading that in high school. Yeah. Watched, that was another day J. Lewis movie I saw, was The Crucible in high Can school. you watched in high school? Book. I haven't seen mm-hmm. The Crucible. It's, I mean, it's a classic. The read the book. book mm-hmm. um, the play, yeah, I really like the play, although there's like some feminist critiques on it that would not agree with me, and I had to read those, but. Oh, uh, he caught pneumonia while making kings in New York because he refused to wear a toasty modern coat because mm-hmm. uh, it didn't, couldn't keep with the period. So I guess yeah. a lot of people uh, probably froze to death back then in New York.
0: You would think he would like invest in like an actual fur pellet coat that somebody would have worn in the 19th century because that was keeping them warm, but mm. I don't know. That's uh, interesting.
2: Oh wow, yeah. So apparently, uh, Paul Dano was not the first actor cast for the role of Eli Sunday in *There Will Be Blood*, and the one who was was actually scared away by <laughs> those. Well, for said the, that, he, his acting was like too intense to work. With.
1: I mean, this this could be easily in the in the second section of this podcast, but the in the movie, for those of you that haven't seen it, Paul Paul Dano's character has a twin brother. But originally, he wasn't supposed to be a twin. Originally, there was two separate oh. actors, because if you if you pay attention, one of them tells uh, Dan Day-Lewis' character about the land, and then the other one is, like, the preacher character. That's Those are right. two separate people. So his died, first scene
2: he plays, the twin um, yeah. character he plays for the rest of the
1: movie. Yeah, and then Paul Thomas Anderson at one point, I, I don't remember, I don't remember why, but after shooting some of Paul Dano's first scenes as the first character he was cast as, he was just like, you know what? You can play the brother of this character and we'll just have them like be twins and if you don't pay attention to what their names are like at the beginning you'll think it's the same person I remember seeing it the first time I was like these are the same people but Uh, yeah
2: I guess maybe that's a rumor that uh, the other actor was
0: scared away by
1: no no, it could be it could be true he could have cast him still and he peaced out and had Paul Dano take his spot
0: interesting very Speaking of Paul Dan... Well, oh, never mind. I don't want to segue into that. I was going to segue into Okja. I mean, we've already but- <laughs> segued in that with Martin Scorsese. Yeah.
2: We should talk about Paul Dano, because... Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. he seen, was in Jam. He was in Okja.
0: Yeah, the new Netflix yeah. from Ben Joon-Ho. Bong Joon-Ho.
1: Bong Joon-Ho, yes. The Korean Ho, yeah. director. We I might st- as well. I stumbled upon uh, it last night, and time. I haven't seen it. I was going to, but... It was the 4th of July oh, yesterday. Oh, yeah. It is uh, yeah. a little hectic.
0: America's um, birthday. Um, America. Well, we could. So so we can wrap up Daniel D. Lewis. Okay. Um, we're sad he's piecing out of. Yeah. Yeah, it is of, really sad that he's a uh, uh, He had
2: probably. a lot to give to the movies.
0: Yeah, he's not that old either. And I'm like, I, I'm kind of bummed when we lose older actors because older actors don't get a lot of jobs. Like, not a lot of yeah. stuff is written mm-hmm. for older actors. So when we lose somebody like Daniel D. Lewis, it's like. I don't know. Like, he could have played older characters because yeah, everyone feels like loves Daniel It It's like,
2: oh, but you're still... Like, he's sort of, like, in the middle of his career yeah. <laughs> where, like, he does so much great work,
0: Yeah. and
2: we were waiting for him to make more, and it seems like he's stopping really ab- abruptly, mm-hmm. but just sooner than we expected him to.
1: It is a shame. Yeah.
2: I hope I hope he comes out of retirement. Maybe he'll just, like, take a break for a couple of years and then get bored and not.
1: Well, one of the coolest things about Dan Lewis to me is that, like, he's he got to a point in the last, like, 10, 15 years where he was, like, such a renowned actor and so well-respected that, like, he hasn't done a film since Lincoln, which is, what, 2012? Something like that. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. the movie he did before that, I think, was There Will Be Blood in 2007. And so, like, he has he's had great spans of time. And recently, like, the films that he's done are usually pretty good, and that's because I think he knows what, you know, screenplays are going to be pretty good, and he can he can pick and choose. He doesn't have to pick up like a crappy movie. He can go years without having to do anything. Do no, do I, I think that's pretty. I think that's pretty sweet.
2: Oh, the life of a prestigious actor.
0: Speaking of prestigious actors, let's let's, let's segue out about, of this.
1: Yeah, what we watched this.
0: Um, week. Paul Dano, I he's just so good. He's gonna he like is. he's gonna continue to be so good forever.
1: Do <laughs> you guys see Swiss Army Man? I have not seen Swiss Army Man
0: yet. I you guys really see that? Really I've seen it like four times. I love that it. Is a, that is a great <laughs> movie. Yeah, it was,
1: <laughs> oh, It was so good. I wasn't so sure when I saw the, the, the trailer. I was like,
0: Oh, so I remember when this came out la- like last year and I remember hearing news about it and they showed it at Sundance. And Pete, like, I remember hearing that critics walked out of this movie, and I heard just, like, the gist of this film, and I was like, sign me up. I'm going to see it as soon (laughs) as it comes out. That's amazing. Like, I love movies like that that are just, like, two guys, the Daniel brothers, like, had, There's like, I'm going to make this movie where this guy is, like, literally a Swiss Army man and farts Paul Dano off of an island to get him to safety, and that's going to be my movie. And I just, like... They're visionaries. Do it. Do it. Do that vision. I'm so into movies like that.
2: Yeah. Also, Paul Dano is great. Also, uh, me and Alicia ended up watching the same movie this week. Yeah. Uh, We realized this morning called Oakjaw, which is on Netflix. Netflix exclusive, Down Downs. he really wants to see
1: it. one I really loved Snowpiercer. Yeah, I was very, very much surprised by Snowpiercer. Yes, yes, yes. So um, I'm very looking forward to. Oja. I was, yeah,
2: I was not, definitely not disappointed in Snowpiercer, which was Juno's last film. Mm-hmm. And before that, he made Mother, which I haven't seen yet, and The Host, which is a really great one of my favorite monster movies. Actually, is The Host, and uh, I would say Oakjaw, Well, I actually did a review of it. Um, if you don't mind me playing it, this I guess would be our segment called what phone reviews or like
0: yeah sure, yeah, 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 yeah. This is a um, I forgot there. we were
1: doing that, but yes. yes. Oh yeah, did you record one too? I uh, no, I didn't. I need to. Oh, what was the last I Okay, on that. I, I gotta, so this is uh, I don't know what we're gonna call
2: this segment, but this is a segment where we record. <laughs> We watch movies and then as soon as we watch them we record reactionary reviews on my phone. These are first these are
1: first time watches of the on film, right? Yeah. Not not like I rewatches. I
0: mean if you can we, a can we do like short
1: reviews of our rewatch, cool. depending on what it is, maybe.
0: Yeah. 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 All right, let's pause for music. Time for an instant review.
1: this is my instant
2: review of Oak ja. Uh it was recorded at a quarter to three in the morning. There are oh, well. A couple things I left out of it. Okay, so it's like 2.45 in the morning, and I just finished watching Okja. Um, I have some pretty mixed feelings about this movie. Uh, I feel like... Um, some of the writing. I say some of it because half of the script was written in Korean by Bang Joon-ho and the other half was written in English by John Ronson. And I feel like John Ronson's uh, half of the script in this movie was not very good. Um, <laughs> it, um, however, Bang Joon-ho's direction uh, I think is was excellent as always. And also the cinematography um, in this movie was pretty outstanding everything else about it though was kind of disappointing i'm especially disappointed in tilda swinton and jake gyllenhaal who both put in their worst worst performances i've ever seen them do um in this movie you kind of have to see it to believe it there are uh no spoilers but there are two different takes in this movie in which tilda swinton Fucks up her lines. And they kept those takes in the movie. I'm not sure if it was like a strong character choice for Tilda Squinton or if she genuinely forgot her lines. I actually could not tell her performance was that bad. So uh Oakjaw, it's exclusively on Netflix. Um Bad Acting Great directing, pretty great story also written by Bong Joon-ho, but I think maybe in the future he should just stick to making his own movies instead of teaming up with hacky Hollywood screenwriters who are trying to warn us about the evils of GMOs don't actually exist and that's my review of *Oak John* now on Netflix watch it three stars
1: <laughs> so, three, Hey, it's a good three out of five wow. that's not bad that's yeah, a good instant review that's a um, six out of ten because that's not I, like bad. I said I'm a huge Bon
2: Joon fan and I really loved the cinematography in the movie mm-hmm. and like the special effects were great the character design of Oakja herself was really yeah
0: you can't tell me anything that will convince me that that wasn't a real pig like it looked so good (laughs) i I was like oh my god it looked looked
1: like it was was very well done i have to say i gotta respect you for giving (laughs) it like a three out of five even if you really really like this guy's work because i feel like some people will love a director i know i'm biased sometimes that i i love a director and i'll see his film and it could be Absolutely terrible, and I'm still gonna be like, like yeah. What about this movie am I not understanding? I mean, Maybe things. I'll still give it a four out of five stars. Mm-hmm. Like anyone who knows Terrence Malick films, I love his old stuff. Yeah, the last two or three films that he's done were absolutely awful. He did this film with Christian Bale, and I watched it, and I was like, Am I missing something here, or was that just really, really bad? And I and I gave it like, What movie was that? Um, <laughs>
2: was it like, excuse me, The Tree of
1: Life? No, Tree of Life Tree is, of is great. Okay. It's uh, I forgot, Night oh, of n- Night of Cups. Yeah. I uh, wasn't a huge thing, yeah. fan of Night of Cups. Oh,
2: okay. I never heard of that one. Um Oakjaw though. I there are there are definitely parts of it that I really liked. For example, I really liked the girl who played um Meat me, little Mija. Mija.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mija. Paul, yeah. Paul Dano, great. Yeah. Paul Dano, great.
0: Also Steven Jim is great. Oh my gosh, entire, I loved him. I really liked
1: everybody in the
0: I you know, forgot. I, You're
1: naming off all pretty pretty these good. people that I am surprised that they're all collaborating the, together. Movie, yeah. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal, you said? Um, Jake
0: yes.
2: Jake Gyllenhaal is an Oakjaw.
0: Okay, well, I way. can't <laughs> tell. I I can't That's, tell.
2: We need to talk about Jake Gyllenhaal until this
0: movie. He's pretty I, cool on the cast You need to watch year. it this week and so get back to our next, next podcast we can talk about it because uh-huh. I can't oh, oh, tell if oh, Jake oh, oh. Gyllenhaal, like if that was supposed to be his character.
2: Um, There definitely, I think it was sort of. I think Bon Jun Ho definitely gave comedic directions for both Tilda Swinton and Jake Gyllenhaal because, mm-hmm. I mean, he he's really... Um, fond of sort of tossing genres together and he definitely did that to the host and I feel like he was doing that a little bit or he wanted to do that with this movie too. Mm-hmm. Sort of mixed like a monster movie with sort of a childhood coming of age slash friendship story with with a comedy and um, I feel like Jake Gyllenhaal especially took the comedy way too far like to the extent that I was uncomfortable watching him on screen. Yeah. there
0: was like when he, he meets Okja and he goes up to like their farm and oh, he was yeah. like really good and i was like okay like he's kind of weird and kind of just like a i'm on tv blah 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 mm-hmm. guy but then like he did this weird thing where his voice went up like four pitches yeah. and he was just like "are you like dying like this" like yeah, he was like it was so weird. I was like, "What happened know. to that guy on the mountain that I like believed to be funny?" Wait, are you, t- you like,
2: which is he? Like, starts screaming people, and he switches to like this TV mode where he puts on this like wacky, like yeah, like like almost. It's not even like Peter Irvin. I don't know how to describe. Yeah,
0: it I, like,
1: I yeah. want to say that I've never seen back far enough. I've never seen like a I'm movie sure that Jake Gillen. Well, I've seen his films but not where he's, like, supposed to be, like, a comedic actor, I've, I guess. Yeah, I'm most mostly seen him in serious roles. The funniest um, thing I've ever seen him do is when he, like, tells his mom or sister to F off in Donnie Darko or whatever at the dinner table. That's, like, the funniest thing I've ever seen him no, do. No, I
2: believe the, the line was, go suck a fuck. But,
1: that, is that what it is? <laughs> is
2: that, yeah. Something like yeah. that? I was going to suck a fuck, Donnie.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, I, I mean, this
2: was. I mean, his role in Oakjaw, uh, was definitely a big turn for him. Um, Till this win, though... I, Feel you know, like she was trying to reprise her character from Snowpiercer, except uh she went for an American accent, which was pretty ballsy. Uh she did pretty good with the accent. However, I genuinely I felt like it felt like she was forgetting her lines as she was reciting them. And there are points in the movie where she would just be getting through a monologue and then she'd like lift up her hands and have like this. <laughs> Like stressed out, exasperated look on her face and like pause until the rest of the monologue came to her.
1: (laughs) Does that look like anything where she's giving some freaking weird monologue?
2: Yeah, that was like the, that's the first scene of the movie actually, where she's like making the big presentation. Um, And there's like a couple, there's, I think there's one time at the end where she flubs up a presentation, which I guess would fit her character sort of, but then there's another time where she's just sort of like ranting offhand to like her cronies and she stammers like forgets what she's saying and it's uh i mean like she covers it well but i still feel like come on totsman practice your lines i feel like yeah, she, she got like she got she's a seasoned
0: actress like yeah you know, that, it's kind way. of weird
2: yeah like, she got in there, and they got, like, two dicks. She was like, okay, great job. Got to go do makeup for Doctor Strange. Uh, see you
1: in next week for another scene. I don't
0: know. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to go
1: watch that and get back to you guys.
0: I'd right? probably, I like, yeah, also play. give it... I have mean, 3.5 out of 5. Mm-hmm. Like, I would probably give it a 4. I didn't
1: hate it. They're like, the 5 end, 5
0: end by was, by. like, almost too much.
1: Don't spoil it for me. Like, like, yeah, like spoilers, it was, like... But it was...
0: I mean not not even that it was hard to watch. I just felt like it was, it was a little heavy-handed at the that end. Too, I was yeah. just like, oh, like I, like, I get it.
2: <laughs> well, I mentioned GMOs in my review, and I feel like a lot the script the that's the least favorite thing about John Ronson's part of the script is I so hand Yeah. Um, talking about, you know
0: Animal rights and like, stuff like I
2: mean not even just animal rights, but like the word the phrase genetically modified, I think, mm-hmm. was written into the script more than three times, which is uh, at least twice more than necessary. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I feel like they really, uh, they tried to lump in, you know, the sort of, well, they, they really tried to push like a vegan perspective. And I mean, I admire vegan activism and I admire animal rights activism, but at the same time. Um, It it did come off as really heavy handed and there are parts of it that came off as kind of insulting in classes, particularly uh, there was one line that Tilda Swinton has near the end of the movie where she says, if it's cheap, they'll eat it. And I feel like that's sort of a dig on American consumers. and the concept is that Americans are cheap; they don't want to spend their money. When the reality is, they don't have the money to spend Yeah, anything. exactly, exactly. Yeah. But meat that is marketed to them at like cut-rate prices for that it, same reason, because I mean, it sells. They can sell more of it um, than produce. They can make more of it than produce. I feel like, and, and it's a huge problem, and it's really depressing. And I mean, this movie, this movie is. I mean, it's yeah very much trying to push a political message, but I think one that sort of gets muddled definitely mm-hmm. between like the animal rights and the um not Monsanto Corporation. <laughs> yeah. In the movie.
0: It was uh yeah, it was a little It was, it was Yeah, not Monsanto. Not Monsanto.
2: <laughs> so definitely not Monsanto. <laughs> This movie was not about Monsanto. Definitely not, not talking about that. Do not contact their lawyers.
1: <laughs> so before we go into this this next little mini segment,
2: yeah, yeah,
1: I didn't watch uh, uh, oakja but I did watch uh, Richard Linklater's most recent film, *Everybody Wants Some*. Exclamation oh, yeah. point! Exclamation point! For anybody that likes his films, is that one about baseball? Uh, I mean. If anyone's seen Days of Confused, it's, like, the unofficial sequel to that. So it's uh, another, like, if anyone saw Boyhood, that, like, 12-year film that he did, this, like, takes, like, starts right where, like, Boyhood ends.
0: Mm
1: Boyhood will be, that's that's a whole nother discussion. I just
0: gave a thumbs down to Boyhood for everyone. (laughs) Oh, no. We can talk about that another time. We're going to have to do a hot
1: take. Yeah, we're going to have have to. We're going to have to, yeah. But yeah, I said everybody wants some. I would recommend go seeing it. Like it wasn't like outstanding. It's not going to blow your mind. It wasn't like thought provoking, but it was it was decently funny and it was pretty good. Like it's it's did a it good take like
2: another twelve years to make it like concurrent? No, <laughs> no. He's just been <laughs> following accurate. these boys and yeah. stays confused. What if like every movie Richard Linklater takes from now on, he just like takes a year longer to
0: make it? <laughs> like
2: this one took was shot over thirteen years.
1: <laughs>
0: You're just like man, always I starting start, a I new
1: project. I'm really <laughs> into <the middle laughs> <of> his sixties. <'60s. laughs> That's
0: funny. Be better than boyhood. Random, random review.
2: This random review where, well, I think, yeah, I think it should be Dallin.
1: What's up? It's your boy Dallin. It's, it's your boy Dallin. Still here. Um, <laughs> we had this great idea that we're gonna. Not, not. We won't do it necessarily every podcast, but it, it might show up every now and then where I'm going to ask uh, Shane and Alicia to give me a 15 second review of either a good or a bad film. Just, I'm going to give them a film. I'm going to ask them if they've seen it, and you know, even if they haven't seen it, they can still try on. their best yeah. <laughs> uh, to give me a 15 second out of five star review. And so, I don't know which one of you two wants to go first.
0: I'll go first. You go first.
1: Okay. okay. Um, Let's start with a pretty simple, popular one. Superbad, 15 second review, go.
0: All right, so Superbad. I wasn't allowed to watch it when it came out, and so I was pretty bummed. And then I watched it as when I was older, and I was like, "This isn't that great," <laughs> but I think it's like uh, it was a good film for like 15 year olds when you were 15 but not anymore okay. when you're 24.
1: <laughs> if you were to give it an, an out of five star rating, what would you give it? Oh,
0: um, I have like a 2.5. <laughs> 2.5 out of five. Now when I was 15, I probably would have thought it was the best movie ever. So. 5 out of five.
2: Do you want to
1: know, I'm going <laughs> to, you want to know 5, something yeah. real, real sad. I watched it for the first time, like six months ago and I gave it like a 3.5 out of five. Like yeah. I, I I enjoyed it. I, I, I yeah, I liked it. One more star. I liked it. I like, um, Whatever that guy's name is that that Uh, does those movies. Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow, yeah. I I actually like the guy's films.
2: Funny you should say that was. I I, I think another piece of trivia that everyone knows about that is Seth Rogen and. um, I don't remember who all. It was Judd Apatow. No. Seth Rogen and Judd Apatow started writing that script when they were 15 (laughs) year old schoolers. Oh, really? That's so cute. (laughs) They're just like, let's write a movie. And then they started doing it. And then they finished it like. A decade later. Okay. (laughs) That's cool. Shay, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready.
1: Uh, More of a recent film, (laughs) uh, Inferno, starring Tom Hanks. Did not see it. The third film of the Da Vinci Code trilogy.
2: Um, Of the... Oh, there were three films in that franchise. Well, I saw the first Da Vinci Code after reading the book. Um, I feel like it was a pretty uh, high, tense book. The movie wasn't that great. Um, Not a huge fan of Ron Howard if he wasn't even involved with Inferno I don't want to see it um, I'm going to say since it's a third in the trilogy I'd dock it two stars down from Da Vinci Code which is like a solid two and a half stars
1: That's the, that is the final result 2.5 2. out of 5 well okay
2: technically it would be 1.5 but that seems harsher in a movie I've never
1: seen 2.5 <laughs> you guys are definitely harsher on some of the films uh, when I've you seen. first
2: said that I thought it was about Tom Hanks as a firefighter and I'd rather see that <laughs> oh. like the third movie in the, <laughs> the
1: trilogy side note Tom Hanks has played almost every type of character the only character that I, I still want to see him play is a pirate
2: yeah. I think
1: that'd be the weirdest thing to see Tom um, Hanks do.
2: If you want to learn some... Captain Phillips, too.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Where he's, a, he's, the he's, he's the captain now.
0: <laughs> um, if you want to learn some cool stuff about Tom Hanks, there's a great podcast called So Many White Guys um, with Phoebe Robinson. And she, she only... Interviews like black people throughout her show, but she'll yes. have one token white guy at the end of her podcast like season. And so she interviewed Tom Hanks, and he was so cool and so funny. And he, she told him the story of how her parents met, and he wants to play her dad in a movie because he thought it was really cute. So <laughs> if you check out that podcast, it's really out nice. yeah, the podcast. Tom, Tom Hanks seems like a cool dude that I'd want to hang out with. So. Same.
1: Alright,
0: that to the first our segment. Tom Hanks is a cool dude. Topic two. Tom Hanks is a two. cool dude.
1: Wait, Tom Hanks was in bad, wasn't he? No. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just
0: Sadly, kidding. Sadly, no. He had a cameo I'm just
1: kidding.
0: <laughs> uh, so
2: we're going to talk about Paul Thomas Anderson. P- yes. My
1: boy PTA. And I'm
2: really glad. I'm actually uh, stoked we are talking about it on the first episode because he is, I think Ludumila, my favorite director. Really? Wow. Really? Really? I've seen, yeah, I did more of his
1: films. I think, I think he's one of the one of the greatest, quintessential directors of the last ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, at least my generation, he's definitely one of the best.
0: You say that like we're not in the same generation. No, we
1: are. <laughs> we are.
0: <laughs> my generation. My
1: my generation.
0: you mean, our. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, what are your favorite films? Uh, I've seen okay. a, I a limited ranked. amount, so.
2: Uh, I, I would like rank my top five P. T. Anderson films. Uh, one is There Will Be Blood, two Magnolia, although those are really close. Three punch of Love, four The Master, and five Oh man, have I seen that
1: one? Did you uh, see Boogie Nights?
2: I started watching Boogie Nights on Netflix and they took it off. So or maybe it's still on there.
1: Yeah, a lot of his films are on Netflix. I'm pretty
2: sure, yeah, Logan like, Eyes is still
1: on Netflix. Uh, but I saw a part of that, so I guess that would have to be number five, I can't remember a fifth P.T. Anderson film. You don't have a
2: Radiohead music but, video uh, in your favorite <laughs> films of his? Uh, <laughs> oh no, Hot Knife. <laughs> the um Tori Amos or Tori Amos uh, Fiona
0: Apple? Fiona Apple.
1: Uh, Fiona video. Apple, yeah. Yeah.
2: Fiona Apple
1: video for Hot Knife. That was that's my fifth favorite. Did he did he marry Fiona Apple? Yes. Or did he just da- no. did no are they married? No, no, no. Did they date? To my Angela. Oh, that's right. What? Yeah, that's the truth.
0: What? All right. What uh-huh. are your favorite? Um, while I look this up. My oh, that's
1: Wait, a hard did I one. I say Maya Angelou. Wait, Maya,
0: Rudolph. Maya Rudolph. I was like oh, Maya is Angelou's high. dead.
1: Uh, <laughs> he's Maya Angelou's litterer.
2: Um,
0: yeah. Uh, I was like, that's. I mean, no, he's married to Maya Rudolph. He's but yeah, so he's married cool. to
2: Ru- Maya Rudolph. Man. Apologies to Maya Rudolph and the memory of Maya
1: Angelou. <laughs> Why hasn't she like ever been in any of his films?
2: Yeah, I think I think, I think that's. Actually, I mean, he's actually really. Um, he has really, Actually, no, she was in *Inherent Vice*. I'm pretty sure she was.
1: Oh, maybe she is.
2: Like, um, I think she played a nurse. Although, although I haven't seen the movie that movie,
1: has yet. so many freaking cameos. Anybody yeah. could be in that movie. I would um, say that my favorites by him are definitely *There Will Be Blood* um, as probably my favorite. My second favorite has to be either Magnolia or Boogie Nights mm-hmm. those are also both very very good um, I really enjoyed The Master and I really enjoyed Punch Drunk Love like I liked Inherit Vice but it's probably definitely the least favorite that I've seen of his I thought it was okay, okay. I thought it was an alright film but it's my least favorite of his that I've seen mm. uh, for sure
2: so we should talk about I mean since we were just talking about Day Day Lewis what we love so much there will be blood. unless you want to write off your top five real quick um,
0: mm-hmm. well to give some I haven't have seen many PTA films, uh-huh. and but my favorite thing that he's done is uh, jo- Joanna Newsom's Divers music video. That's like the most beautiful music video I've ever seen in my life. So, Just uh, my two cents. I'll talk about music videos later because that's my segment. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's
1: what's what's kind of crazy but, about <clears throat> There Will Be Blood uh, and kind of also related to Daniel Day-Lewis, Daniel Day-Lewis won the uh, Best Actor at the Oscars for that film. Yeah. Um. But a very very yeah. similar yeah. film to There Will Be Blood, kind of on a different note, uh, was No Country for Old Men. If any of you guys have seen that. Oh yeah. That film was also. I there. Like I,
2: I don't know how similar I would call those to because
1: I feel like There Will Be Blood
2: is definitely.
1: I mean, they're pretty. They're pretty epic. They kind of take place in these. Themes, they sure. take place in these like barren desert. Esque places, the United States. They both have very, very, very little score.
0: Yeah, they're both like weird modern westerns, almost like you could consider both of them westerns, almost. Yeah, I mean, which is interesting.
1: In my opinion, I just think it's ironic that those two went to the Oscars at the same time. And mm-hmm. I honestly, if No Country for Old Men wouldn't have won, I think There'll be Blood would have would've, 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 would've yeah, taken it. Um, and I love No Country for Old Men. That that is oh, a great, it. great film. It's that's such like one a fun of That's like one
0: of the watch. scariest movies I've ever seen, and it oh. it's not a horror film. No, for like, real. Like that scene it's of so him tense. walking down the hallway up to oh, the, like have, the doorway yeah. is so scary. Yeah. Like, 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 he, he
1: turns he turns Bobby 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 up, right up, you see a shadow, he walks down the hallway, he turns the light off.
0: Yeah, oh So that you don't see a shadow that part's like so scary what
1: about him in the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie oh Oh,
0: yeah (laughs) what is he doing
1: (laughs) what is that guy doing
0: um he should only be feeling up James Bond James Bond's leg for the rest of his life yeah I guess that was was the one
1: thing I wanted to to point out about there'll be blood
0: (laughs) about there will be blood
1: yeah I I just wanted to point out that it it was up against a very very similar film in my opinion I think they're very similar uh by some of also the, very different in some ways no very They're, one of them's like a a noir like cr- yeah. crime movie and the other one's more you know, of a period piece I feel like yeah. There Will Be Blood is definitely it's definitely like a, period a period piece, piece. for sure um,
2: also I feel like it has a much I feel like No Country for Old Men was much more esoteric with its themes than There Will Be Blood like There Will Be Blood definitely had a more um, I would say poignant take on the themes of greed and capitalism that it takes mm-hmm. on in the movie. Um, and also, I, I'm glad that you mentioned the score, because the score that we blood I think, was one of my favorite parts of it. It was actually done by Johnny Greenwood from Radiohead. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe you could talk about this in your <laughs> score segments. We have so many ideas for
1: this show. Segments,
0: yeah. yeah. So yeah. many segments.
1: There's just so much to talk about. It's true. There's so much stuff to talk about in novel. So um, much stuff that's related, overlaps. Truly.
2: But uh, yeah, I really love almost how he tried to make it sound like machinery. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it was a much more, um, it was much less orchestral, much more percussive of a score, and it really gave it gave the movie like a very, I would say almost this um, more of a, a more visceral feel than it would have with like a traditional biopic score. Um, and I think, yeah, it works surprisingly well in the movie. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, P.T. Anderson's cinematography, or and cinematographer's always excellent. I, I'm sort of a cinematography geek. And I,
1: no, I love loved, love someone that has a good eye. Yeah. yeah love
2: the camera work in all of P.T. Anderson's movies, and especially in There Will Be Blood. Um, also, Daniel Day-Lewis's performance cannot talk about that enough.
1: Oh, yeah, for it real? It is
2: off the walls, bonkers. Um, he spends the entire movie, uh, basically stealing every single scene. That he's in. His de-
1: his demeanor is so intense, even when and he's oh, not. Yeah. Even when he's not being intense, yeah. like, he's such he's, he's, just he's like so intense to
2: watch. Constant, seriously, like, like he's, wow. They say burning up the screen. I think it might have been invented for that role. because <laughs> he it, it is like a white hot, intense revolver. I can't imagine it's just. It is just sh- I can't imagine sharing
1: a scene with that guy like like,
2: like uh, the rage and uh, the ruthlessness of his character is just absolutely miraculous. I
1: mean we we briefly mentioned it but like being be, being Paul Dano at the end of oh, yeah. the film or even 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 or just the one on one scenes I
2: feel like yeah, at any point
0: during the film that that scene the, the kid that plays his son must have been like super super brave because he's yeah. like a small kid,
1: next to this intimidating, not, like, huge dude. actor,
0: and yeah, I couldn't imagine him getting yelled at by Daniel Day Lewis. And a small I have kid. no
1: idea if Daniel Day Lewis is actually like a super nice guy in real life. I have no idea I think what like kind he of person has he has to
0: be. He, he, will, be, like, he looks tired like it over and over. He looks like it, but yeah.
1: Um, I mean, there's that scene with Paul Dano where he's like, he's yelling at oh. Daniel Day Lewis to like to forgive himself to for, it, for him to, to, like to like repent for his, his sins sense. and stuff. Just like, imagine being Paul Dano having to tell. Even though it is acting, it's like, ugh. That also, that I love
2: Paul Dano. I think the signature Paul Dano screen um, is... <laughs> 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 can we can, we, of, can we answer that sound one somewhere? One of the harder things about... Uh, <laughs> cin- like, one of the harder... One of the more, um, let's say, trying experiences <laughs> in cinema. It <laughs> turns up in the early blood. also turns up in one of sunshine. Can we play um, that? Can we play
1: that, that screen? The Paul Dano screen? Let's see if we can find at, it. At, so, at somewhere. While, while they're looking for it, I guess the one thing that I wanted to tie... Daniel Day-Lewis and Paul Thomas Anderson. For those of you that don't know, Daniel Day-Lewis has one more film coming out, which will be his last. And this final film is a collaboration with Paul Thomas Anderson again. Um, which to me says that is we're, Paul Dano going to be in that? I have no idea. It's about I think it's some, about some like f- fashion. I think Paul fashion Dano film?
2: should do a movie where he's an air traffic controller. <laughs> <and> the, <laughs> <system> <laughs> the entire time. Come on, <laughs>
1: Oh, it's pro. It's definitely probably in that scene right there.
2: Oh yeah,
1: it's in the final scene
2: if you find that for sure. Uh, yeah. Daniel, Daniel, step by Daniel. What?
1: Oh, I, that's my voice can't get
2: that
1: high. Yeah. Oh wait. Oh, oh was that wait, it? Wait, wait, that wait, was wait, wait. that, that was definitely it. turn a that up. Yeah, let's. <laughs> that's, oh, that's. I mean, God. That's a small that's, that's that's Paul Dana being dragged around. <laughs> Yeah. Is, oh, is it Paul Dano or Paul Dano? I think both. I usually say Dano? Paul Dano, but Dano? someone just said Paul Dano. Now I'm saying it that way.
0: Uh, I call, I, I say Dano, Dano, but I don't. I don't know.
1: I don't know is either. There's uh, just like a lot
0: of scenes of him getting beat up. Great.
1: Paul Dano. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's like a smack compilation of him just getting hit. Yeah, that's funny. See what are the what are some last things that we need to talk about to wrap this up? Do story? we have a Twitter
0: yet? <laughs> no, we do have a Facebook page though. Oh, nice. oh we do. That I haven't invited people to <laughs> yet because I want to like post. Um, yeah. This will be up on SoundCloud, Facebook, yeah,
1: probably YouTube at some point too. Yeah, I want to I want to film some of these podcasts to show like what we're doing and put yeah. the
2: yeah.
1: the audio and the filmed uh, episodes on YouTube.
2: What else about Paul Thomas you think we?
0: Um, I think we've we've touched on it enough. I would just Let's... recommend
1: anybody who hasn't seen his films, yeah. I, like, I seek them out. Some some of them the are, the are the harder the to watch. Like I I love There Will Be Blood. I think it's mm-hmm. a little slow sometimes, but mm-hmm. it's worth yeah. the entire what is it two and a half hours probably. It's but long I mean, like he's movie. a brilliant,
2: brilliant screenwriter, really great director. Um, he's made some of my favorite movies of all time period. I I, I honestly think Magnolia is definitely up there. Oh, that's a
1: crazy Magnolia's movie. To, favorite films it is we're gonna have to it have is. a a section about like mind, it's a long mind benders movie. it's also very long kind of we should yeah but definitely do an episode of, like mind bending movies
0: yeah I'm, I'm in the middle of watching boogie nights right now i thought i could finish it but i realized it was two and a half hours long and it's I, so good I like, yeah. oh
1: man you would you that's would that's think that's the other thing is
0: yeah. you kind
2: of need to take like half a day to watch
1: the <laughs> movies. you would think the boogie nights with the theme that it's about would just be like Kind of like a ranch comedy, but it gets pretty intense. That movie yeah. pretty intense sometimes.
0: And uh, Mark Wahlberg is so good, oh, like so good. Oh my gosh, so good! I wish he had remained a good actor. <laughs>
1: Ex- except for that film, for the most part, I feel like Mark Wahl. I feel like Mark Wahlberg's in really bad action films, really bad ranch comedies,
0: mm-hmm. and.
1: That's about it recently. Yeah, but
0: in that he's like so innocent and oh. so cute, and he's like he's Wasn't that really like his good breakout role. Yeah, uh, it was like yes. right after the Marky Mark stuff, right? right yeah. It was mm-hmm. like his first big role, and his like first his big role is is
1: is a character with a big big schlong.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. It hasn't happened in the movie. Yet, What's his name? Dick,
1: Dick Diggler or something? Dick Diggler, oh, yeah. yeah,
0: it's it's, it's cool. great. It's a
1: funny. It's a funny, serious, crazy movie. All
0: right, so let's wrap up. Like. We got five or six minutes left. Okay. Um, we have a
1: recommendation based on hot films, yeah. correct? Which I did oh, not
0: prepare. Yeah. It's our hot recommendations of the week. Uh in our group message was Baby Driver yeah, and how Baby we Driver, If you can't see Baby Matt. Driver, <laughs> if you can't see Baby Driver this week,
2: which Go i feel like see a wizard, I haven't seen Baby
1: Driver yet. <laughs> Don't see the last three yet. Fast and Furious films?
2: No. no. Yes. I'll have a Fast and, <laughs> and Furious marathon also.
1: Because Fast and Furious are the prequels to Baby Another Driver. Another movie just that so I would know.
2: recommend, even though I haven't seen it, uh, looks incredible and I'm super stoked to see it. Got to get my hands on it as soon as possible. It's called Attack of the Law. Um, I feel like it's really, it, it seems like it really runs in the vein of like Edgar Wright films. It's mm-hmm. uh, very... High action, uh, looks like a lot of fun. Um, really great cast too. It's actually one of the first films of John Boyega, who you might know as, I do,
1: yeah. uh, as...
2: Pilot Poe from the Star Wars universe. Um, and or no, Finn. He was Finn.
1: Yeah. What's oh. director's name is Edgar Wright. Is that his name? Yeah, Edgar Rice. Sad, fa- sad fact, I've never seen a single film of his. <gasps> uh, I've had what? so many opportunities too. I've just very felt like, I've just been all like right. eh.
0: First, all dogs go to film school movie night, we're watching an Edgar Ritt. Absolutely. Like, can we watch
1: Shaun of the Dead? Yeah. I've heard so much oh about that Oh my gosh, how yeah. have I, I, you I, not I, seen
0: I, any of his films? I, so there's, we'll share this up on our Facebook. But there's a really great Guillermo del Toro Twitter, like he was just right. praising yeah. Baby Driver, and it's super cute. It's That's like so, so nice. Like he's just like in love with Baby Driver and Edgar Wright in general.
1: Edgar um, Wright.
0: Yeah, you should go see Drive is? on Netflix if you can't see oh. Baby also, yeah, Driver. That right is actually now. a great. <laughs>
2: that is a great film. That is a great movie. Uh, yeah. I It goes binding reference. Drive. I don't
1: know how violent Baby Driver is, but a Drive is sort of very. a slow burner. It starts out like really slow. Yeah, Drive is pretty and slow. And then it... It escalates pretty quick. <laughs> it it explodes. literally explodes. What about films... Uh, <laughs> like the the what about films... What about uh, if you can't see Wonder Woman, or if you like Wonder Woman, or you don't like Wonder Woman... Or well, you don't
2: want to see Wonder Woman. Or you don't
1: want to see Wonder Woman. I want to see it personally. I don't like superhero movies very much, but yeah. I do want to see this. I would
2: recommend... um. My gosh, I'm trying to think of, like, really great female protagonists in films, and that's the th- sad thing, is that Wonder Woman. You
1: should, if you love Wonder Woman, you should watch Matilda. Yes. Um, okay. Women, of, Women of Superpowers. Mm-hmm. Select powers. You
0: go watch all the Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. Go watch <laughs> the so... series,
2: uh, Watch <laughs> Buffy the v- Vampire Slayer. Very related yeah. to Wonder Woman.
1: Very related to Wonder Woman. Well,
0: Buffy uh, the Vampire Slayer, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm charmed that's another word that i agree.
0: oh heck yeah and then w- listen to every dixie chicks uh, album <laughs> <laughs> I, I love dixie chicks so can so we turn this into a right. dixie chicks
2: podcast instead? Uh, well that that wraps it up yeah
0: for all it. dogs
2: go to film school aka the premier dixie chicks podcast <laughs> I,
0: the <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, that's
2: our podcast about the movies. Thanks so much for listening.
0: Yes. Uh, and find
2: us, subscribe to us on you said SoundCloud? Yeah. SoundCloud, iTunes,
1: uh, maybe, Stitcher,
2: maybe YouTube, uh, Player FM, wherever you get your podcast TV on YouTube. Yeah. So if we end up recording movies, yeah. You'll have to bring the camera. But. Yeah, we'll I'll bring I'll bring a
1: few. Cool.
0: Um, um, I'll bring
2: a few. Anything else you guys want to like? I don't know. People usually on podcasts. Do you guys have anything to plug?
0: Um no, I just want to say, Steven Union. If you ever listen to this, I'm available. So, I'm just gonna try to propose to everyone I love on, on this. Oh, podcast. do, do okay. one Steven one
1: per yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: Steven Yeun. Today is Steven Union.
2: We're going to make an <laughs> all dogs Twitter, so at if, all dogs go to film school on Twitter.
0: Yeah, um, hit me up. <laughs> what if you propose <laughs> to
1: Jake Gyllenhaal on, and he listens to an episode where you propose to... You Steven mom, I don't know, Hugh Jackman or something. He's going to be so upset. <laughs>
2: All Dogs Go to Film School was recorded by Alicia Grace, Dallin Kroon, and Shea Primrose. The audio editing was done by Shea, and all of the musical themes were made by Magic Hero. You can listen to more of their music at Music.bandcamp.com. You can find All Dogs Go to Film School on Facebook, soon to be on Twitter, maybe on Instagram. Uh, definitely subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts and stay tuned for the exciting future that we have in store.